The Capital Weekly Podcast is supported by TASSEN, the Tribal Alliance of Sovereign Indian Nations. Funding for the Capital Weekly Podcast is provided by the California Endowment and by TASSEN, the Tribal Alliance of Sovereign Indian Nations. Greetings and welcome to Capital Weekly's regular podcast. I'm John Howard. I'm joined by Tim Foster. Hello. And our guest today, special guest today, is Alex Vassar. Hey, everybody. We call you the unofficial historian of the Capitol. And you're kind of the, this is like the trivial pursuit extraordinaire of state politics. And here we are in the Capitol. We are on the ground floor in the Rotunda area in the restored wing of the Capitol. So the west steps are right out that way. You can't see this as I point, but I'm pointing out that way. He's pointing west. I'm pointing west. And right here, uh, we're in front of the statue of Queen Isabella giving Christopher Columbus's marching orders, is what it sounds like. Who is that small child kneeling? Um, I think that's David Roberti. Ah. Yeah, yeah. Just a <laughs> very, very young man, um, yeah, getting ready to uh, witness history. That was a joke because he's a former Senate leader, but yes. we love that stuff, so. And so, yeah, so um, I, I don't think he's identified, but it's um, just watching history unfold, as, as many of us do here in this building. So it's not actually Jerry Brown, that was the it's, rumor. Oh, it's not. No, no, no. <laughs> this is kind of the focus of it state is. politics, state government. It's yeah. right here. We're actually at ground zero here. And it, it always reminded me of part museum, mm-hmm. part high school, yeah. part a lot of, you know, a lot of personalities here, and they clash. And I, and I think it's it's cool because you do have the two sides of the Capitol, and so in the yeah. old side, we call it the old side. Yeah. Um, the old side is a state park, and so it is. Uh, it's technically well, at least on the first floor, it's a museum with exhibit rooms. Yeah. And then on the other side, it's all about the present, and and it's always interesting if you talk to either park parks guides or legislative staff, they both think the entire building is theirs, um, and they say, well, you know, the state parks folks will frequently say, well. You know, it's about the museum. I mean, people come to see the museum. This is this is the side yeah. that people come to see, and it's ours. And the folks on the other side say, well, no, it's the legislature. The whole reason we have this is the legislature and the gov- governor, and that's that's what this building is about. And so it's, it's, it's a, the dual personalities of the building. Uh, right now, yep. uh, or rather right at this place, Ronald Reagan was sworn in. You mentioned that he earlier. He was, yeah. So, um, so if you look at the... Sworn in as governor. Sworn in as governor. So if you look at the... Uh, <laughs> a, d- a notable He had a pretty good resume later on somewhere else. He did something else, yeah. Um, so if you look at the inauguration photos of Ronald Reagan when he got sworn in as governor, he is actually standing right in front of the Isabella statue. I think they built some sort of little platform uh, right in front of it. And so she is looking down on his inauguration. That's She's kind blessing of, Ronald she's Reagan. blessing Ronald Reagan. And... Uh, and currently now, Ronald Reagan, the statue is basically right underneath her, is that correct? Right, right down below, yeah. Uh, big big metal bronze Ronald Reagan is, is one floor down. Uh, they used to call it the basement. That's It was always called the basement until that statue was there, and now they call it the Lower Rotunda, uh, which, is, which is the name. Um, uh, my, my understanding is communications. When, they, when, they were, when they were putting the statue down there, uh, they said, we want something a little more yeah, elegant yeah, than more elegant. the basement. It's and like so. the UC Sacramento Center here, near 12th and K. Uh, if you go and you call it the ba- if you're going down to the rooms down below or the auditorium, all that, and you call it the basement, immediately they look at you askance. It's the lower, lower level. level, lower level one, lower level two. Yes, yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, let's head on up to um, the second floor. Oh, what did I hear? Alex was ready to interject. Oh no, no, I was, I was saying, yeah, let's, let's. Uh, okay, I will lead up the back stairs, and we're gonna. So join us in one second. We're back. Believe it or not. And here we are at the nexus and the weirdest part of the capital, in my opinion. It is. Okay? 
Well, you go ahead. You probably know better. So, so this is, we, we are in a stairwell. That's why you're hearing the, the echoing here. And it's between the new side and the old side right. of the Capitol. And so where we actually are standing right here is Which on is the second floor. Second floor. Well, right here is the second floor. Well, no, right over there is the second floor. Right here is the third floor. And if you go down one floor from the second and third floor, you get to the second floor. And if you go just a little bit up from the second floor, you get to the fourth floor. The refurbished part of the Capitol is the second, we're on the second floor right now of the old part. We're on the third part, a uh, third floor of the annex, which right. is built like 52, 53. Yeah, exactly. So when you come in here, like if you come up to the, if we had taken the larger stairs and came up to where the rotunda balcony, right. you know, it looks like smooth transition. It's perfect. And so, like, oh, it's second here and third there, and everybody always, we always get that. And so it's one of those things. You have uh, three-digit room numbers on the old side, four-digit numbers yeah. on the old on the new side, um, and there are six floors on one side and four floors on the other. Although almost nobody knows about the, the fourth floor on the, the old side. Uh, not not really a yeah. place that people go that much. don't really go that much. I know the uh, committee here in the, the committee here in the staffers go, the reporters will go up there. And then there's this hallway at the top that connects the, is it the fourth or fifth? With the fourth sixth. Or sixth. Yeah. yeah. It's really kind of weird. And it's, yeah, it's one of those you go up a couple stairs and then you go through, I always call it like the little hamster cage. It's a little uh, bubble tube that you go through to get to the other yeah, side. An interesting little architectural feature. In, uh, so now, has anything exciting ever happened in this in this stairway that you know? In this stairway? Um, that sounds like a no. No, no. Well, let's move on to more exciting parts. All right, yeah. So we've walked about 30 feet. We're out now uh, in the rotunda on the second floor of the historic side. Mm -hmm. And we are looking at the tiles that are outside the Senate uh, President Pro Tem's office. There is a... Uh, a a huge mosaic tile pattern on the floor. One of the stories that is kind of interesting is that during the restoration of the Capitol in the 1970s and 80s, they decided to remove all of the tiles and so and have them cleaned and then put back down. And so they uh, actually glued them to boards, removed them, and they had this guy uh, who DGS hired, mm -hmm. blame DGS, mm -hmm. and they hired. That's the easy guy. to do. We easy, like easy to do. That's it's a fun it's a fun easy easy yeah. thing that we do frequently. And he was restoring the tiles. He had won the contract. And he had gotten, I believe it was, he would gotten a veteran's preference uh, in, in the bidding process. And about halfway through the process, they realized that he had fought in World War II, but he had not fought for the Americans in World War II. Uh, he had been an interrogator of Allied flight crews, uh, specifically bomber crews, mm -hmm. uh, for the Nazis. And and he claimed a veteran's preference to, to win the, win the bid for doing these. And so <laughs> well, they, they had a, a, a technicality. Uh, yeah. Oh, well, I you said veterans. I said veterans. Um, and so they actually had an issue where you know, are you going to let him finish the work? And it was he was one of the best uh, tile people yeah. that uh, existed in California. Well, he was California. German. He was. He he knew how to do this. And so they actually allowed him to finish the work. Mm -hmm. And it was interesting because after 9/11, when the FBI and other government agencies were getting back into wanting to learn the lessons of how to get a good interrogation, they actually referenced a book that he had written. Oh, he wrote a book. And there was a great LA Times article about uh, his tactics on how do you build rapport? Um, do you use good cop, bad cop? Do you use some other tactic? And it was mostly what he did was... So good would actually be good Nazi, good Nazi bad, bad Nazi. Nazi. Yeah, that's, that's not a popular way to phrase it, but yeah. <laughs> Did you have any secret messages anywhere in the tile here? I know, know, right? What, where, where are those patterns? Maybe they're underneath. Maybe it's on the, in, under the glue. We, we need Tom Hanks to, to have a movie here so we can figure you out what the old days. Under, 
they have uh, occasionally they would have a labor dispute at the Chronicle. Yeah. Long many many years ago, whenever they did, some of the typesetters in the back. This in the days before you know coal type even you know. Uh, and I remember one ad had little little Nazi signs around it. That was one thing. They did another story they did on uh, Paul Laxalt in Nevada, and they did a story about problems with his casino. And on the jump page on the back, it said, "And Laxalt, comma, a fascist insect who preys on the lifeblood of the people, comma." <laughs> and they stuck that in there. So I wondered in this thing uh, if we have any. Go Deutschland or anything it's, like it's, that. It's, so it's been thirty uh, something years since they finished the restoration in the mid eighties. Um, Do I spot something that says Elect Schwarzenegger in there? Elect Schwarzenegger. <laughs> yes. If you look at it just right, I think you can see that. So you are talking about all these historical aspects of yeah. the state capital, and coincidentally, you just wrote a book. I did about, just write a book about so, the legislature and state yeah, capital. So, so there, there. It's a, it's a great history. There have been, uh, it's four thousand four hundred and twenty-four people have served in the California state legislature since eighteen forty-nine when we had our first group. Uh, we weren't here in Sacramento yet. We were down in San Jose uh-huh. uh, before we did our hopscotch through through the state. Various state capitals. Why did they leave it in Monterey? They should have left it in Monterey. is beautiful. Yeah. I was thinking, maybe that's why. You mean you're not a Benicia fan? <laughs> oh, come I kind of yeah. like Benicia, but Benicia, San Jose. Yeah. It, it was one of those, yeah. And so they, and San Jose was too muddy, and they yeah. kind of felt that Monterey was a little too small. And I think yeah. if you look at the, the way the state has so grown. But they preferred yeah. a, a town that flooded every week and a half to just too muddy, I see. And, and burned down. I mean, we, yeah. had, we actually lost, I think, two state capitals here in Sacramento to fires before we actually started building wow. stronger buildings. I think it was the first inauguration. Um, I think it was Leland Stanford. It, yes, and he, yes. He wrote a boat across Tenth uh, and Tenth yep. and here from, from the Stanford Mansion. And actually, yeah. there was a restoration out there, and uh, I got to do a tour out there recently. And they were talking about when they were restoring the building just in the last few years. They opened up the walls and they found all this mud inside the walls. And so somebody went in and was vacuuming it out, and they said, "Stop! Stop! That's river mud from the flood of 1860 something." And so they said, oh, okay. And so they changed the plan, and they actually left the river mud there and put in a clear wall so you can actually see where the mud had accumulated to within the walls of the Stanford Mansion. Wow. Um, It was deep, uh, definitely. Can you think of any, uh, I know you've got a zillion anecdotes, but generally in this area, can you think of something, did anything particularly interesting or horrifying or weird happen here, more than usual weird? Um, Out here... Some some people think uh, it's absolutely horrifying when staff throw pennies at uh, Queen Isabella. Yeah. And um, there there was a uh, quite an uproar a few years ago when uh, one of her fingers broke off uh-huh. in the night. Somebody found the finger in the morning, and everybody was convinced it was staff had thrown the pennies. So they uh, brought it back. They gave her the finger. They gave her the finger. Okay. And and she she is fine now. She's Just been restored. And Don't ignore that passerby. He was going to throw a tomato at us. He, he, he's, he's, he's just the spokesperson for the pro tem. Uh, <laughs> and, yeah, so, so they actually, the, 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 the blame was, you know, the decision was, do you, do you blame the, the staff who throw pennies and love throwing pennies? It's a tradition. Yeah. Because it's actually really, really hard. Not that I would know. So where were you the night that the penny oh, was thrown? I was, I was, uh, I was, I was safe at home. Uh, so, so he says. Yeah, videotaping myself so that I'd have an alibi. Uh, right. Now, you did mention, speaking of safe, you mentioned a, uh, that there had been a knife fight in the Capitol this many years ago. There was, yeah, on, on the assembly floor. And it was actually, so it was here in Sacramento, but it was actually back at the, a different location. Yeah. Um, there were two assembly members, and it was a redistricting bill. Uh, back in the day, legislators were elected by county, and it was assembly members Bell and Stone. Uh, I believe this is now the first time since then that we've had Bell and Stone share a house together. We've got Senator Bell and Senator Stone no in the Senate now. Well, okay. And so they had a bill. They shared, I believe it was 
Placer County, and so they wanted to redraw the boundaries to cut uh, Stone out of the district. Uh huh. Yeah. And and make him go away. They were going to create a new new county for him to go live in. And so wow. Stone said, "Mr. Bell, I'm going to kill your bill." And they started fighting, and they were taken off the floor. And just off the floor, in the sergeant at arms office, um, Assemblyman Bell pulled a gun and shot and shot and shot until he was out of bullets. And Stone, checking himself, realized he had not been shot. Bell was actually that bad. The worst shot, worst shot ever. And so, uh, my recollection is Bell then pulled a knife and tried to stab Stone. And Stone took the knife away and stabbed Bell. But the guy with the knife pulled it. The other guy grabbed it. First guy, Bell pulls out a gun. Only in California. Drops the gun, pulls a knife, gets the knife taken away, and then he gets stabbed with his own knife. So he was really the most inept person. Isn't there there a cliche about never take a knife knife to a gunfight? After you've made it a gunfight, it's (laughs) it's best not to to try to de-escalate. And so, yeah, so so he got stabbed. He crawled out on the assembly floor. Yeah. um, And it was one of these interesting things. They had actually had fireplaces on the floor. And so he crawled out to a fireplace to warm up. He said, I am cut. I am cut. And they took him to a house right across the street, and he died there uh, a few days later. Oh, my and, God. Wow. Uh, there was a grand jury, and Stone was found not liable because he had been Understandably attacked. so. It was, it was pretty reasonable. It yeah. was a packed court, probably, too. So. This call a okay. shameless plug, but I know, nothing yes. if not shameless. So, so uh, it's a California lawmaker. Okay. Okay. And it's essentially a collection of vignettes and and details and all kinds of stuff. So, yeah, so it's a collection of statistics on service, you know, those okay. questions. Who was the longest-serving legislator ever? Yeah. Well, who's the longest-serving assembly member? What's a, what's a good story? What wars have people fought in? Yeah. Uh, what, what happens when somebody dies in office? And just kind of going through, you know, what's the tallest mountain named after a California state legislator? Connors. Oh, McKinley. Oh, he wasn't from Cali. He's Ohio. Yeah, he was, Cali. Yeah, he was, uh, he was uh, in president. And McKinley's in, in Alaska anyway, right? It is. And so, yeah, so John Connus uh, was a state assemblyman, a, a brawler of the first order. Uh, I'm not sure what part of the state he was from, but he um, one, one of the stories was he got in an argument with somebody on the assembly floor, and they said he, he threw a big, heavy inkwell at the other assemblyman's head and, and hit him. Wow. Uh, Spare was the other assemblyman. And... Yeah, you don't mess with John Connors. Yeah, and totally. so John Connors. Nope. Okay. Is that, is that relatively recent? Is that 19th century? No, that was 1860s. Uh, and then Connors became a U.S. senator, um, having having a terrible temper. Will not when they appointed senator. Yeah, when, right? when, when well, it was actually legislature would vote for him. I said okay. legislature was willing to vote for him. He got it, and uh, did they, they would do anything to get him away yeah. from go, California. Just go. Just did go. they have any duels? They, there were a lot of duels, and so... Yeah, yeah. Wild were, West California, they were even back east, but absolutely. here they must have. Actually, the, and w- that was one of the things I covered in the book, uh, just to give it another plug, yeah. California Lawmaker. Um, and it was that the first two legislators who died in office were actually uh, both killed by other legislators. <laughs> really? um, the first one was a state senator who was shot in the leg in a duel and refused to have his leg removed uh, until it was too late and it had gotten infected and he, he died wow. of that. And the second one was... Uh, a member who was stabbed to death uh, on the floor. That was Bell. Yeah. Um, so, oh, yeah. yeah, and then there were so, a number of duels. Um, I know this isn't funny, but it's actually pretty funny. You know, I mean, we're this late, this far along, a century or more ago. Yeah, yeah, and it's, and it's always one of those things where, you know, when I was a staffer, I was a staffer here for about 10 years, and my rule back then was always don't talk about anything in the last 50 years because people know people, people were mentored by people, and just avoid the last 50 years before that. All, all stories are fair game. Okay. Well, then I can't tell you my story about the couple that came up here at 11 o'clock at night and get, were discovered by a sergeant as they were 
doing things they shouldn't have been doing here. So I won't tell you that story. They were, yeah, they were attempting to procreate, I believe. Yeah, yes, I think they were. Or they were writing legislation. And that, that is why <laughs> we no longer have couches on the upper rotunda. <laughs> on that note, we should probably uh, wind this up. Okay. And uh, John's dropping his keys anyway. Keep Alex Vassar, thank you so yep, much. This is wonderful. And so one more plug. How do, they, how do people get your book? Where do you find it? Uh, it's available on Amazon. Amazon, you just go on Amazon.com Amazon. Amazon. for California Lawmaker, and it, it is right and, there. And California Lawmaker by Vassar, V-A-S-S-A-R. Like the college, right? Like the college. There you go. Alex, thank awesome. you very much. Yep, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Really good. That sound you heard was us shaking hands.